0: you my heart, now you're pulling the fret, so my life's is where you lead.
1: How you doing right, mate? mate? How you doing? Yeah, good, good. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. I've started recording already so that we well, get the greeting. Where well, have
0: we started recording
1: already? Just us, Hello, just you coming into the house.
0: Oh great.
1: You look smart. Thanks.
0: It's all gonna be ultra real. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of dog shit on the way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gotta be honest. The Keep your head straight. Outside. Keep your head straight. On this road with my blood.
1: Okay, we're recording. All right, this is um, the first in a series of podcasts that we're going to do. It's a little insight into the, into the album and exactly, to the workings yeah. of our minds, really. Basically, we're going to do a different podcast for um, each track on the album, which is 11, and just work our way through it. Um, and today, it's going to just be me, I'm Ben, and Ralph. Um, and we're going to talk about the song Compare Scars. Yes, it's the first track of the album, so it felt like the right place to start. Um, so the tune was recorded at, by Mark Crewe um, at his studio um, in Battersea. Uh, we went in there, what, how long ago? It was probably like the beginning of last year. It
0: was not the first lot of recordings we did with him, but it was the second. Was it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, it yeah, was, it It was nearly going to be on the first lot of recordings where we did, because we did somewhere we did uh, Oh My Love and Breathe, they were the first sort of ones, and we were going to do this one, but the last minute we pulled it, because we didn't think it was quite ready. Um, And that was, it meant a little bit of debate, because it was definitely one that the label had pegged as being a sort of stronger song and that sort of thing. Um, Possible single was being thrown about. Have you not turned off your phone? Such an amateur, uh, it's amateur hour, yeah. Um, so I know it's like, but last minute we pulled it and we worked on it a little bit more. Uh, and I'm glad we did because I like what, yeah. we've, what we've done with it. It's uh, sort of like quite a lot of songs. We're gonna sort of talk about how they came about and and I suppose what they're about and stuff like that. With this one, it's quite a good example because we've got a previous recording of like it's kind of where songs go when they don't get used for me i kind of have a back catalogue of all these songs which don't end up getting used but i quite often end up cutting out bits of it and putting them into other songs even the melody or a lyric or something like that and this one the sort of middle eight is a what it was a chorus from a previous song i think i think i think it might
1: be wait come it i think it might be the first verse because i listened back because basically it's the first verse yeah you're right um because I, cause the way that we often write our songs is that Ralph will record, like, a really rough demo at, at his house. Um, it's not that rough. <laughs> <laughs> getting better. <laughs> but, um, no, they are. They're terribly rough. So it's basically just you and a guitar, isn't it? Um,
0: yeah. with uh, maybe a kick drum of, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and occasionally, like, ooze to indicate yeah. other lines. And, yeah, like, kick and drum is what yeah. I normally
1: put down to give a little feel. And then Ralph will send that, around and we kind of have a listen to it and kind of come up with ideas from that so ralph sent around this demo of um, compare scars and i was like i'm sure i've heard th- yeah, what's yeah. happened because yeah. basically the lyrics oh shit i've been logged out of your uh, computer here
0: this is real amateur here yeah. yes, um so basically the lyrics to it password for future reference yeah. and for all our listeners is just ralph so you get, it's nice and easy
1: <laughs> to remember is that the same for, like, internet banking and...
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, do you know my sort code? Yeah. <laughs> no, just for the laptop. I don't, I don't like the password on laptops. And then no, I don't. Have but right they make on. you do it. Well, they, they made me do it when I set it up. It wouldn't let me not do really? it. Really, yeah. Yeah, same with phones now. You know your code on your, uh, on your iPhone? I think I know this fact. I told you this. It's about no. the police.
1: Oh, no, no. So, basically, no. say you get stopped by the police and they ask to take your iPhone they are allowed to do that right and they are allowed to look on there but if it's locked by a code because that information is the code information is inside your brain like what unlocks it yeah that that they can't force you to give up information but if it's a fingerprint scanner because you know they've got the thing yeah that then that counts more as like being a key and they are allowed to take your key to like look in your house or whatever. So basically, if you get stopped by the police, the advice would be to to not use the fingerprint scanner, but to or to like get it wrong or use the wrong finger enough times so that it's flips the code and then they can't get that information, so the information really in basically. Okay, so this is like I've got up here a bunch of recordings. Um one of them is the, the this is the ver, the very first wait, Which one should I do? I'll do the first demo that Ralph sent through just to give you an idea of what that sounds like. It's it's basically just that. I was listening through to this. It's actually pretty accurately just the track without with without other else. stuff. Yeah. Because I think even the guitar sound sounds pretty similar.
0: So my life's where you lead, though I'm lost ways words can explain. Now I know where I've stood. Know it's hard when they call calling your name, but keep your head straight, keep your head straight. Know it's hard when they call in your name, but keep your head straight, keep your head straight.
1: So basically, you can see that it's just Ralph without the rest of the band. Yeah, it's, it's, that, even over that bit, I was noticing the odd lyric that changes yeah. over time. It's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I've got here as well, which is actually like a real piece of history because I think we recorded this. I recorded this probably as the first thing that I recorded with you guys,
0: uh, almost.
1: This was Maybe Bones was the first one. Yeah, Bones one was the
0: first one. But this was back before To Kill A King was really To Kill A King. And when I was still in another group called uh, Kidded. Uh, but Kidded was kind of... We were losing the horn section and we were definitely changing sounds. And eventually various people left. And we decided to become To Kill A King with Ben. But this is with our old keyboard player who is called... Joe Clark. And mm. also little trivia for those people who like trivia. Ben Jackson <laughs> this is for you. Uh his girlfriend is in the Love is Cole video, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Yes. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. This is basically
1: if you listen to the first verse of this um, the li- that's where the lyrics came from, and this was probably like four or five years ago now.
0: Can you leave it playing to the keyboard part? Because oh, yeah, that yeah. was Joe Clark's crowning glory, yeah. really. It's a great bit. It is a really and good bit. If we use it, I mean, obviously. I think what? it's the best thing he's ever done, ever. I said, Don't trust a man. I said, Don't trust a man. Don't trust a man with you no know. scars on his fists and a safe smile, save time. Chances are he will never ever fight for you. Come bear scars, some are deep and some are dear. Come bear scars.
1: It's weird hearing that back,
0: isn't it? It is. It's a weird hearing the sort of stuff when you're in your sort of infancy of a group where you're just trying to find... Uh, I think we always knew the sort of grandeur and the sort of uh, scale of the sound that we wanted to achieve, but working out how we could do that, mm. you know, it, we really didn't know then. We were just trying things out. You can, like, hear what we were going for, but it's just not quite there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I still I quite like the lyrics. They're still quite good. Yeah. And they've been... And they've cut up a little bit and change, but they're still there
1: um a funny thing when i remember when i recorded that um it's kind of just when i was starting to get to know you
0: guys and uh you were thinking oh i wish i was in that band Ooh, <laughs> yeah. i wonder what came, i could do well to get i that keyboard player to become a teacher instead did you just leave <laughs> pamphlets out on teaching like, well, I'm sure those who do teach thing, that was you just
1: <laughs> <laughs> putting that in the bathroom walls <laughs> But um, do you remember I was working that night
0: shift job? So I was, it was torture. I remember seeing you. You were like a zombie. Yeah. It's, it was awful. Yeah, Ben was doing sort of where well, you were doing crazy hours, weren't you? Yeah, I was working. It was like one of the worst jobs I've
1: had. It was in a studio, um, but it was I just sort of starting off at the very beginning, and I was on reception, um, and I was only working Friday nights and Saturday nights between eleven at night. And eleven in the morning, and basically, I just had to sort of lock the studio up and clean out the bins, and then I'd kind of go to sleep, but not really have a very relaxing sleep, which is almost worse than just staying up. Anyway, I went straight from that one Saturday um, to going recor- recording with you guys, and I think we did all like the drums and the bass and most of, and the guitars and stuff in the day, and then in the evening we went back to your flat in um, Lambert Grove. And we did the vocals there. And I remember there was a time where I set you off recording a vocal take. Do you remember this? And then by no. the end of the vocal take, I'd fallen asleep. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Were like, sorry, yeah. hello? <laughs> and, um, um, yeah, I just, I thought I was well embarrassed because that, I was just sort of trying to put myself forward as a professional producer, but I just managed to fall asleep in like the two and a half minutes between the beginning and the end of the song.
0: Oh, no, I'm sure it was on both, uh, both our parts. I'm sure I was very anxious to prove that I was a very good musician and could sing <laughs> and stuff. And then probably the fact that you'd fallen asleep, I took as yeah. more of a slight on me than on, on your abilities. Yeah, you maybe, know? yeah, don't use that tape. Both of us walked away.
1: <laughs> 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 um, okay, so I do you want to take us through the lyrics of compare Squares.
0: Uh sure yeah i mean i think it's it was interesting just hearing those two recordings there just because like you see sort of transition of lyrics i tend to like have a rough thing of what i'm going to write and then they kind of get ironed out and then i tend to write them out finally just before we record so they kind of move around a little bit i remember that second line um i think i said in the first one that you played still I know where I should be stud and then finally it's ended up where I should be sort of thing and it just kind of gradually I say gets ironed out but it's never like written down to begin with because I quite like how it it becomes quite fluid and changes and stuff Um, but this one is kind of loosely I feel like we've in the position we've been we've sort of peed behind the curtain of fame and stuff like that and I suppose it's kind of written from the perspective of someone else not necessarily talking to me but just being like don't get too drawn into the sort of trappings of, yeah, sort of yeah. these this sort of lifestyle and that sort of thing because it is crazy you know and you can see just from like when you're sort of walking into shops and you sort of see all the magazines with these people that you sort of vaguely know the names of from some some yeah. tv show that i don't particularly watch but you know what i mean and you see what it does to people and that sort of stuff it's sort of you know it's a bit scary so it's uh yeah it's basically about it's about that really yeah um One of the things which I think is a feature of this this album and gradually we all sort of talk about different things which I think is uh, uh, kind of like what form it and what sort of differentiates it from the last album I think is the difference in vocal techniques. I think the last album was very harmony heavy and this one we sort of moved away from that. We do have some bits which have got the nice harmonies but... Uh, we use a lot more effects on vocals and that sort of stuff. And uh, partly that's due to this new... What's the device that you've just bought? Um, yeah. It's uh, it's called a Voice Live 2. Voice Live 2, better yeah. than the 1. The 1 was good, but I think it had some flaws. It's a lot just of electric shocks it used to give people, yeah. that sort of thing. Huge as well, the yeah. sides of this room. Yeah, um, you just have to keep, keep it in the garage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the, the Mark II is a marked improvement, I think. Fits um, on a stage. What, what can you do with it, though? It's basically like an effects box that you
1: would use for guitars, but you plug a microphone into it, so it does things like distortion and pitch stuff and uh, reverbs and delays and things like that.
0: Some some people may recognise uh, in Oh My Love, I think we do a good example of that, yeah. with the sort of ooh, ooh. Yeah, that that sort of sound hoops. is... Uh, yeah, and... It kind
1: and, of sounds like a lot of people and in fact, it probably does have quite a lot of layers in the actual recording, but when we do it live, it's just me and that effects box. I think definitely it's not like we've done, listening to the record, it's not like we've gone all electronic or anything. It still sounds like a live um, record to me, but I think it's just trying to make a few more like interesting sounds whilst keeping that live feel. Yeah, and the way I'd, we've done that is to, yeah, use things like this effects box. and
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. But I think it's definitely not, when we first invested in the Mark yeah. II, um, it was it was definitely to try and replicate getting bigger, like yeah. uh, make our ensemble sound bigger live. But I think in messing around with it, we kind of quite enjoyed the sound, what it actually yeah, sounds yeah. like. It's a bit like when you end up, when you're demoing off a track and you sort of end up, Starting to replace like the fake brass with real brass, and you end up being like, "Oh, but actually, yeah, I grow really attached to that sort of sound of tinny yeah. kind of shitty brass yeah, yeah. in the mix." You know what I mean? It's that sort of demoitis thing. I think we yeah. become quite attached to it, and it's with this one. What I was going to say is this is an example of a song where we, it's it's kind of quite a big part of the hook. So, in that riff that you heard of me playing before, when it's like when I go to that chord, yeah. Ben's joining him with this high-pitched thing, yep. which I think we have a clip of you. Is this we you actually it. recording? This is
1: me recording it. Because I remember at the time, I really wanted to find like a synth sound because when we were kind of working on it in the studio, I really wanted to find a synth sound that kind of sounded good doing that part. I knew what the part was, but yeah. I just couldn't find the sound. and I, I was kind this... of trying to sing it to Mark, the producer, and he yeah. said suggested, I think, just try singing yeah. it. And then we, yeah, we did it, and it worked better than anything that I could play, I
0: think. Yeah, and it's this is also, I think, an example of, because quite often we're very considered. We've done normally my demos and then another demo of, like, better quality stuff with Ben. So everything's quite considered by the time we get into the studio. This is uh, mostly because we have absolutely no money and we need to do these things on a absolute shoestring. So the time that we're in a studio, we have to get, like, everything done as quickly as possible because we literally can't afford to be there yeah. any longer than we, than we have to be. Um, but this is, I think, an example of us actually doing stuff, creating it within the studio. Yeah, so, yep. And the keep your head bit was a sort of chanty idea that came out whilst we were yep. in the studio. But let's hear this clip. So it's this is this this
1: definitely one of the first times that I've actually tried to sing it. It's one yeah. of the highest bits that I sing because I always get given the um, the really high falsetto stuff when we do harmonies. Yeah. Um, so it's me trying look. to get it right. <laughs>
0: I like the third one though, actually. Yeah, Can we just hear the third one in isolation.
1: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. And I'll play that. I'll show you how it comes out in the end.
0: Okay, so I think that's pretty much it from this, from this episode. Um, we, yeah, I think this is everything that we wanted to say about the first track. Um, this is the first time we've ever tried to do anything like this, so we will get better. Yeah, that's I think so, yeah. If you haven't enjoyed this one, or if you just enjoyed it a little bit, I think it's probably worth giving the next one a go, yeah. just to see how much better we get.
1: Yeah, I mean... And we're going to be bringing people in as well. I, I know in a lot of podcasts, they um, kind of support themselves by having adverts... Um, and it makes them sound quite professional. Mm. Um, but we don't have any of that stuff because we're not professional. And But we thought that we would um, sort of uh, simulate that professionalism
0: by just basically plugging some of our friends' stuff that we they do. We do have lots of very talented friends um, who support us in lots and lots of amazing ways, so this would be a nice way to, to pay, them, pay back them back in the smallest possible way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, quite often with To Kill a King, we pay people back, but it's never with money. Yeah. <laughs> Pats. It's Pats. Yeah, nice words. Um, so, yeah, this episode. Uh, yeah, so this one uh, has been brought to you by um, Milo Photography. Milo Photo? Milo Photo, photo yeah. Um, where is it at? The, the so website? that's on Sorry. Etsy.com. Ben has the screen in front of him so he yeah. can read it, and I can't remember it. And so a, Yeah, uh, the username is Milo Photo, which is M-I-L-O Photo. I'm pretty certain that some of our fans do enjoy cats and also socks, and this is a lovely combination of the two this is sock cats and my experience of sock cats is a little bit limited but i would i would say these are the finest in the land it's um do you it's want to say emily isn't it it's, uh, it's emily yes um, emily french yeah okay do you want to say the website again
1: yeah so it's etsy.com um forward slash uk and if you just search for milo photo which is m-i-l-o photo <laughs> you'll find them <laughs>
0: Okay, great. I was really professional. (laughs) I, I made it sound so professional.
1: All right, great. See you next time. Bye. Bye.